Off the ball. Paul could have been chucked out the island squad numerous times. Jack supported him. He was incredibly sensitive to anything. Subscribe now to the OTB Football Podcast stream wherever you get your podcasts and download the OTB Sports app. OTB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. First of all, the um, Jose Mourinho fallout um, continues and his pretty shocking abuse of the referee Anthony Taylor after the Europa League final during the week. Shocking um, lack of awareness on his own part in terms of his the power and influence that he carries and the impact that it can have. And we have seen the scenes um, in the Rome airport, I think it was, as Anthony Taylor went to fly home with his family and uh, we can give you I think a look at those on screen there now if you haven't managed to cross it um, up to now but there he is with what you know appears to be certainly some members of his family It was reported that it was his daughter and wife okay. with him and then there was also his mum was there and I think his son which you can't see in that video but there's another video of a bottle being thrown at them when they're at like one of the airport bars and then you see there on chair the video a chair the being thrown at them as well that is insanity. Like you can see the daughter in tears. Uh, yeah, the wife's probably in tears there as well. Mm. But like shocking in one sense, Adrian, uh, of the word. But uh, that Mourinho would would have uh, stooped to those levels, but also not shocking. You know, like you, you almost half expect Mourinho with the antics on the side of the pitch throughout the game, and clearly he's bred it into his Roma players as well because every single little decision, the officials and Michael Oliver as well as the fourth official were getting harried and harassed, um, and it's a terrible example to set. And when you see the video, then. Uh, even in the car park, the the lack of action by the by the officials, I mean, and I mean by the the legal officials, the police that are there, or security underneath the stadium, and then in the airport, I don't know what the police are doing standing there, but they are, the airport police, whoever they were, but they, they look they, so disinterested in getting involved. Like it's not even like they kind of go around Taylor and his family to give them a little bit of mm. backing. They just kind of stand back and let oh. people attack them. And the other thing as well, like. Mourinho talked in his post-match press conference that they lost with dignity and he kept his dignity intact and then you see him like standing outside waiting as you said in the car park for Anthony Taylor calling him an effing crook and an effing disgrace and is he Spanish and all this sort of stuff and you're like how deluded are you that you think you lost with dignity and Mm -hmm. that you're wait it's like it's schoolyard sort of stuff it's like the bully waiting for you outside the schoolyard gates whenever you finish up school and they're like oh well I can't get you in school because I'll get in trouble then but I'll wait for you just outside the grounds so I won't. See that's where I disagree I think that's the football version of dignity is the part and parcel of coming off the back of a really tight um, defeat is that you go after the ref and like it, you know it's it's not rude like this sense of decorum and respect for your opponents and respect during the game and the sense of well we went down we went down with pride the ref isn't involved in that they're considered ancillary to the entire experience. They are your, they are as much your opposition as your actual opposition. So when you dehumanize the referee, as he did when he went to the car park, I'm, I'm, I wasn't surprised. I think the, the car park stuff goes beyond dehumanizing the referee even. Like that's just pure intimidation mm. and uh, it's a lack of respect. It's intimidation. It's, giving other people the right to do what they did to Anthony Taylor in the airport. Like, at the end of the day, you have to accept that. Like, Mourinho is a professional. He gets paid hundreds of thousands of euro every single week to play the game. And if he wants to run off the bench every time one of his players gets, like, a little bit of a touch, that's fine. That's his choice. But what he did after the game and saying that, you know, he 
won with dignity or he lost with dignity and that, you know, he was totally respectful. And then to sit in the car park, like that's putting out a narrative that you can do whatever you want and say whatever you want. Yeah, but it's the fact that he sees the camera in the car park. He sees people filming or certainly the person filming that that we saw the clip of and it's like he still doesn't care. He continues. And then you wonder then, we were talking yesterday about how those Roma fans love Mourinho. Described him as Caesar, I think. And like, like Mourinho essentially gave them permission to go out and and be that vociferous Mm -hmm. and, and outrageously aggressive in the airport. Like, his, his his actions on the sideline and certainly his actions in the car park after the game was basically a free pass for the Roma fans going, this guy's subhuman, okay. this referee. Well, I think we need to be careful with that, but I, you certainly have to take the point that um, he carries sway and he has riled up the... He has certainly riled up the fans, but I do think like that you can't um, dismiss the personal responsibility of... Of course, yeah. Oh, no, of course absolute not. thugs that turn up in an airport to attack a family. And, like, as mad as he is, and, like, you know, he's an Alex Ferguson disciple. Ferguson is, I would say, living in his head non-stop. What would Fergie do here, I'm sure, is a question that comes to him regularly. Mm. And that would have been absolutely classic textbook Alex Ferguson carry on. Absolute textbook you've seen it a million times ranting and raving at the referee I, I, you wouldn't want to dissociate the personal responsibility of those thugs that turn up at the airport from um, what he was doing now I, I certainly take the point that there's an influence um, between it's not a there's an invisible line between mm. one and the other I totally take that but like all of this stuff is just such an accepted part of football isn't absolutely it? Like well I mean think about Klopp and the fourth official a few weeks ago and running up yeah and celebrating, and then going after the officials afterwards, saying oh, they've they've a vendetta against us. It seems like that. There's a good long read in the Guardian from a few weeks ago, um, talking about the life of a referee. And I think Andre Mariner was explaining that he'd go in for the pre-match sort of preamble um, of a game, and players would be coming in with their kids, and they said, "There's the referee, boo!" And that seems jovial and sort of you know whatever, but. You know the fact that that's treated in the light-hearted manner that mm-hmm. the referee is automatically the enemy from the off that can't be good either. You also have the impact of of that sort of carry on because kids are paying attention to it. The, that clip that you mentioned, Kathleen, do, mm. doing the rounds, like will have tens and tens of millions of views. There are kids paying attention to that. I see it on the sidelines all the time, every weekend, where there are kids mimicking whatever they see in games of the weekend, whether it's celebrations or skills or style of go- styles of goal. So it's also a, well, sure, that's how we speak to the, that's how you deal with the referee. Just, and like often at that level, those referees are not adults. They're uh, teenagers who are stepping in to, um, to do a job. And the more you talk to people, I'm only very new to that scene, the more you talk to people who are involved in it over a number of years, the more you see how outrageous the behaviour can be on a fairly regular basis. And that's the that would be the concern for me, that sort of mimicking of, of what you see. And there is a responsibility there. And I also think that like when you talk about um, football accepts this, like football could do away with this tomorrow mm-hmm. if there were serious people, in the uh, words of our good friend Logan Roy. If they were in any way interested in stamping this thing out, they could do it like that. Yeah, mm. they just could, and it's not. People talk about oh, it has to be this sort of bottom-up approach, or no, just straight away Premier League, Champions League, Europa League, mm. all of them. Here's what we're going to do. Here's how we are going to sanction you if you overstep this line again. Here's what's going to happen. We should qualify it by saying it's not limited to football either. I mean, there's very high-profile cases in the GAA recently of refs having enough. Um, 
personally, I don't, I don't necessarily think the stuff in the Champions Cup final was great. Mm. Um, for Jakob Hyper, you know, whatever you did decide about his decisions, you know, you can't. I, I don't think there's any point having that Ferrari at halftime. Um, certainly, the French Open, you've seen umpires be, like getting an earful from players. Even when we play tag rugby on a Wednesday, the stuff that the refs get is ridiculous. They get, and that's a social league where you know it's only a bit of crack. Abuse, like yeah, really total abuse. Like calling someone an effing disgrace on the pitch for you know the, those refs aren't paid. Mm. This is meant to be a bit of fun, and they're getting dogs abuse. And the refs have actually like they will give out a yellow card, but you can see that there's a little bit of a resigned. This is part of it now. Yeah, like, that's sick. <laughs> yeah, it really is. But it's like the Ref Support UK with the with the group I think that originally tweeted it, or certainly one of the, the tweets that went mm. viral yesterday. Where they, they were the ones who commented on it, and they were saying that th- this, this has got to the worrying phase now, where a serious incident or a murder is only around the corner. And you're interested wondering when this like things like this is, is are going to change. It'll take a referee to be being killed, you know, a high level, a high profile referee in, after some incident like this. And that that's that might sound like something that's absolutely never going to happen. But look at those scenes yesterday. I mean, mm. it's not that it's not that far hard to think about a referee being seriously injured or killed by a, a group of hostile fans who are upset over a number of decisions. It's uh, it's terrifying, and just to see his family with him as well. It's just I think it's unfortunate that like it's bad that it happened, but also the timing of it happening as well. You know, like it's the end of the season. If Mourinho does, like we don't even know if Mourinho is going to stay at Roma. He has another year left on his contract, I think. But there was a bit of talk that he might move on. And if he does, like if he gets a financial penalty, it's not going to mean anything to him. If he gets a ban, there's also a chance that you don't know where he's going to be or where he's actually going to play it out. And he has said before when he's got bans that he doesn't really care. Klopp said the same thing as well when he got his ban. He was like, oh, it's kind of good because like, I have a better view of the pitch. And like these guys aren't even taking it seriously whenever they're getting punished for these things. So you're like, what? what is, how do you punish? Well, that's it. And it's we were talking about a po- like pre-show um, about the stuff in Cork City and certain other issues in football. Uh, you made the point that it, it doesn't really it could be racism or homophobia or anything but it just it just seems impossible to um dislodge these feelings of hatred and this circle of abuse that for all the show racism the red card etc there's a yeah but if you put in an appeal you might get off mm. like you'll still be in the football ecosystem really yeah and sorry this this notion and this notion does the rounds and and I I absolutely understand that rugby has more respect, generally speaking, I would say, than football when it comes to referees and officials. But that's not to say that it doesn't exist in rugby. Like, rugby is not clean of this whatsoever. The referee ab- abuse happens in every single sport. Well, um, you look at, like, even the Champions Cup final, how much of this narrative after that was about the fact of how the referee was treated. and the, 100%. Whether it's, like, Sean O'Brien being stationed outside the dressing room to make sure that, like... O'Gara or whoever it was in the La Rochelle team can't get near him or the things that Johnny Sexton said to him afterward. You know, like mm. it, when they're on the pitch and they are refed or they're mic'd up and stuff, it's easier to be like, okay, there's a bit of respect there but there's also the things that you probably don't see as much as well behind the scenes. But even our conversations with Vinnie Perth every week and, and we can't help this but every week invariably we end up talking about referees at some point because there have been a number of decisions that have been proved controversial or maybe teams have thought they were controversial in, in League of Ireland matches um, and I was chatting to someone recently who was at a League of Ireland match and they were like I think they were standing near the corner flag 
and they were list- they were standing beside a group of people who, for the entire duration of that first half, were just abusing the mm. the linesman, running like jogging down that. And he can't avoid it. He has to stay along that line, and for forty five minutes has to listen to a torrent of abuse mm. over maybe one offside call that they felt was incorrect. That's it. That's just one example at one League of Ireland match, uh, but it happens week in week out. So I don't know why you'd be a referee. No, um, I was talking to a former professional ref this week and he made a point to be the devil's advocate here for a second that he feels that referees are far too friendly with players as well off the pitch and you know you can kind of see what he means that the referees that constantly go up to Messi and Ronaldo and want a selfie like that must water down the relationship slightly Uh, as well I don't know I think that that is just a different issue do you not do you not think it kind of it sort of softens their authority um I, 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 it's an interesting point, but I just think it's a totally different issue. It can't muddy the uh, absolute desperate need for referees to be protected, which, you know, like, uh, that's that stuff. Look, we've seen it before, and Ireland playing Portugal, and the referee is, like, buttering up Ronaldo so he can go mm. up to him after and get the jersey off him, and it's frustrating and all that. But, like, I yeah. just think that there's, a, there's another side to that. I think this one is... Could we bring in sanctions straight away? Just edict from the top down. We're going to sanction if you're approaching the referee. If you're giving out, you hear the language, you see the mouthing all the time. Mm. It's um, just part of the culture. It's just like, sure, why would you not do that? Get in the referee's ear. Like, um, and I just think that's a single issue that could be dealt with really quickly if there was any appetite to do it, which I don't know. Apparently, there's not. Um, loads of comments coming in about this one, um, and do keep them coming in. Um, not all of them we can necessarily read out uh, <laughs> said, but uh, somebody said it was a soccer version of Trump and Trumpism that Mourinho's a clown uh, doesn't happen in rugby uh, says Damien which I think we've established is not exactly the yeah, case I feel like that was sarcastic from Damien there, yeah. there is there, the there is clearly a better culture in rugby like they have they have taken very clear steps to protect the referee from a lot of the stuff that we're talking about. It's the outlier. There are outlier yeah. examples. There are examples, and but they're outliers. There is also the point to like what you were saying earlier, Adrian, about you know like personal responsibility and stuff. I do think there is something on UEFA and the fact that they didn't provide Taylor and his family with appropriate cover. You know, they kind of he they would have known if he was going through the airport at that time. There was going to be fans there who were probably unhappy. That's probably on UEFA as well. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. give that man a bit of. A, security or B, private access to, yeah. to some way out, yeah. of, out of Budapest. Because that was ridiculous. Yeah, because, you know, like for all we give out about the fans who actually attacked him, idiot's going to idiot. So you have to mitigate it somehow. <laughs> yeah. You, if I can well afford a private pr- plane for him and his family and all the other officials back to England. And I also think, though, as well, that would go some way to them acknowledging that there is a problem. Like if you have to mm-hmm. provide that sort of cover for your referees, then you're acknowledging that there, there's a problem. You're acknowledging that they need that cover. And yeah, that's it. Well, get, it, it leaves them with less excuses I suppose the other side when Mourinho does say something or another referee says something or another manager sorry says something about a referee yeah well there'll be all the r- usual ringing of hands now after this and oh isn't it terrible and well we really should look to do something about it but um, Fergus Kyo good morning to you Fergus it's up to the authorities to clamp down and support the refs insult the ref on the pitch red card insult the ref in post-match 10 game ban that's it simple mm. as that like yeah, that does yeah. away with it that does away with 95% of this stuff overnight like mm-hmm. it's incredible to me that it hasn't happened so far. Super Ken says that uh, the media are complicit in this, though. How often are players diving, cheating, claiming corners, throw-ins that they aren't uh, that aren't theirs? 
Uh, they're gaslighting the referees and abusing them when they get stuff wrong. Um, again, I just think there's another. That's another uh, thing that needs to be looked at. Mm. But I just think one thing at a time. This is a very simple thing. It doesn't need to be overly compli- over yeah, complicated. There's no nuanced language here. It's not being put down to like that horrible phrase "gamesmanship." No. <laughs> it's just abuse. And who's who's making? By the way, when that comes up, right around whatever boardroom, who's putting their hand up to go? Uh, sorry, no. Could we could we not do this? Like, could we could we allow this to continue? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Is there is is there somebody yeah, in the room saying yeah. that? Like, I just don't understand what the you know. Let's just go and do this. If Johnny going to come out today, I feel like a referee. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so that is um, that is that piece. Like, it's it's. Uh, I, I'm sure we haven't heard the last one. By the way, um, I'm sure that will continue. OCB AM with Gillette Labs. Get the ultimate shave or your money back. Neon Night Edition available now. 